So here are my notes on this talk that Ed Thorpe gave. It's called Finding the Edge, the Work and Insights of Ed Thorpe. He was asked uh, the question, what does finding an edge mean? And he says, finding an edge in the casino meant finding a system that won money from the casino instead of losing money to the casino. In the market, finding an edge was finding a way to do better than the index fund return. And so he was able to, to uh, accomplish that second goal when he started what many people consider the first quantitative hedge fund. And so he says, I was able to find an edge with the first quantitative hedge fund. It ran for just under 19 years. It made twice as much as the index did and had a 120th or 150th the risk. In 230 months, the fund only had three down months over that same time period. If you had been invested in index funds, you would have experienced 96 down months during that time. So 93 compared to 96. And the, the reason I'm telling you this is when I read his book, one, it changed my life. It changed the way I think. In many ways, I'm trying to pattern my life after Ed Thorpe. I've read, at the time I'm recording this, I don't know, 115 different biographies or something like that, 110 uh, biographies of founders and entrepreneurs and interesting people. And Ed's at the top of the list, maybe at the top of the list in the sense of the person that my own personal preference, given how I like the outcome of my life to be, uh, that, in my opinion, mastered life is the way I described it. Because there's a lot of things that you notice when you read biographies, how people tend to over-optimize in one area of their lives to the detriment of the other. Ed understood the balance of think of, uh, of being like a happy and fulfilled, successful human not just successful in business but good family took takes care of himself and though i think a main idea that i learned from him is you've got to find not only people say you got to find the edge in life you got to find your unique edge the, everybody has some unique set of skills and maybe you're working in a field that is a complement to the skills maybe you're not maybe you know what your edge is maybe you don't but i, I think if you study the life of ed thorpe you're going to take away the, hey, one, I need to find what my edge is. And two, I need to make sure that my edge aligns with the work that I'm doing. Um, so he applies this to all kinds of stuff. So he says you can apply uh, finding the edge thinking to other things uh, like your life. For example, not smoking. That gives you an average of seven, uh, more, seven years more of life and the years you have will be somewhat healthier. Same for exercise. A few more years of life and those years are better. It doesn't require much, a little discipline, a clear view of what is likely to happen. Okay, so you got to watch the video. I mean, you don't have to, but watch this video and tell me if he sounds like an 87-year-old man to you. He, he, he emphasized not only being extremely gifted in his work, being good to his family, his wife, and his kids, but also exercise. He's extremely fit. He had a lifelong um, habit of uh, healthy habits, not just not smoking, but eating healthy, exercising. There's a lot of people I meet that read a lot and they, they, they're constant lifelong learners. And then they, for some reason, they don't apply that same methodology to your physical body, which is insane. Your brain is inside of your body. Don't optimize, just optimize for your brain, but optimize for your brain and body. So and he, the, the smart thing about Ed Thorpe, you got to read that book if you haven't. It's so fantastic. I also did a, a founder's episode on it. Um, it's, it's a, I think it's a misfit episode, so you have to be a misfit to, to listen to it. And it's worth every penny. Um, but he has like just systems for everything. So something I used uh, after I found out about his system is, you know, he's 
uh, in America, we have a huge problem with obesity right now. I think as of January 2020, 71% of Americans are either obese or, over, or overweight or obese. There's all kind of, you know, associated health problems with that. But Ed had a very easy system to maintain his weight. So he wakes up every morning, he weighs himself, and then he logs it. So I use an app called Zero to do this. Also, like, it's a fasting app, but you can log your weight. And what I do is I wake up every morning, I I weigh myself, and then I have an idea where I need to be based on body composition goals and other things in my life. And then, you know, if I'm higher than I want to be, then I eat a little less for a day or two. And if I'm lower, I eat a little bit more. It's extremely simple because what he understood is that 24-hour feedback loop. Like, well, it, that is what is the stimulus to moderate your behavior. And it's very simple. You can't really get let things get out of hand if you have a 24-hour feedback loop. Most people with their weight, like the friends I, I, I have that have expressed to me their desire to lose weight and assistance with that or whatever the case may be, it's, oh, you know, I didn't pay attention to it for four years and I gained, you know, seven pounds a year. Well, now I have 30 extra pounds, and that's extremely hard. It's extremely hard to lose 30 pounds um, as opposed to losing half a pound. You see what I mean here? Like, he just has really smart systems for everything. I, I love, 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 love this guy and the way he thinks. All right, so he continues this this um, this idea of, like, you need to find your edge, like, in your work, your life. He says little things like this, if you pay attention to them, add up. They stack up in your favor, and they pay off. He's always talking about the focus on the long term, which is extremely smart. He says, I like the... He's also not just, you know, he studied math, physics, gambling, business, investing, it's just a bunch of different things. He's a very interested, curious person and extremely brilliant and extremely bright. And I think part of that is not relegating your own learning to one domain. So he says, I liked interdisciplinary activity. That was always a part of my academic life. There's a huge insight you have when you study multiple different fields and then combine those fields to whatever you're doing. You, you have unique, unique aspects and insights that that are unique, they're not common, and they can give you an edge. Uh, so he says, I wrote a book about blackjack that generated a good amount of royalties. It was the first time in my life I had money. It was zero balances at the end of the month before that because he was just he thought he was going to be a lifelong academic. Then he realized, hey, I really want to learn how to get rich. And what most people fail to understand is like that is a skill. We talk about on the podcast all the time that getting learning how to get rich is one skill and a separate skills, learning how to stay rich. There's plenty of examples of people that accomplish goal number one and fail to accomplish goal number two. I think you need both. Uh, so he says, there was zero balances in the month before that. I decided I need to learn how to invest. I spent two summers studying anything I could about finance. I am, This is a really important part, I think, for everybody. I am a teach-yourself kind of person because I had to be when I was growing up. My parents were always working. I was on my own much of that time. Um, and I love this. This is something that I've been learning from reading all these biographies. This is the best advice. Ed was asked, like, what's the best advice he's ever read? He's ever received. He's like, I don't know, but I can tell you the best advice I have. And he says, I think one of the most important things is to learn how to think for yourself on anything important. Do your own work. Think through things rather than following what experts, and he put experts in quotation marks, say. You will make better decisions over the long run. And this is something that's in our nature. We always, we, we, we gravitate towards the charismatic, confident person. We want people to tell us how to do things. Like there, the world is way too complex. There is no formula. There's no shortcut. You have absolutely got to put in the work necessary so you can trust your own judgment. Uh, and then finally, he mentioned somebody I just covered on the podcast too. The, the book, uh, I think it's The Man Who Solved All Markets. I love that book. He talks about Jim Simmons and he points out, First, he talks about, you know, Jim Simmons arguably has the most successful hedge fund ever. 
that's what draws him the attention. Like how did one one person started didn't start trading till his forties, struggled for ten or twenty years, and then rattles off the most successful. He made twenty two billion dollars personally in that time frame. Like how the hell does that happen? So most people are attracted to oh my god, this guy may be the greatest money maker in all of history. I understand why that's worthy of study, right? But what Ed Thorpe is about to say here, I think when you read Jim Simmons' book, or the book about Jim Simmons, rather, you realize the most important part, and this is what Ed says. He, Jim Simmons spent about 20 years in the wilderness trying to figure out how to do all of this with all types of false starts, mistakes, upsets, and emotion. In other words, nothing worth doing comes easily.